How's it going, everybody? I'm Ian Shapiro, and you are listening to Politics Explained. First off on Politics Explained, we have Trump Tweets Explained. President Trump went on Twitter this morning to announce, I will be holding a major briefing on the opioid crisis, a major problem for our country, today at 3 p.m. in Bedminster, New Jersey. Bedminster, New Jersey is currently where Donald Trump and his staff are having their 17-day working vacation while the White House's air and cooling, uh, you know, heating and cooling air conditioning systems are being revamped. Now he's going to be holding a major briefing on the opioid crisis. Uh, we don't currently know what that's going to be, uh, you know, super about what the specifics are of that uh, announcement as that's going to happen in about an hour. Uh, what we do know is that the opioid crisis has been called by some a national epidemic. It's a big reason why some Republicans in Midwestern Rust Belt states were uncomfortable siding with GOP versions of repeal and replacement for Obamacare, as a lot of those states needed Medicaid funding for the opioid crisis, and by cutting Medicaid funding in those states, you certainly would not be helping the citizens uh, of those states. Donald Trump also tweets this morning, after many years of failure, countries are coming together to finally address the dangers posed by North Korea. We must be tough and decisive. Recently, the United Nations Security Council, made up of 15 different countries, including Russia and China, came together to impose trade sanctions on North Korea. North Korea has responded by saying they will pay it back many times, and all of this was in response to intercontinental ballistic missiles being tested by North Korea over the summer, most recently in July. Hey, those were Trump's tweets explained today on August 8th, 2017. It is a Tuesday. Uh, we'll have more on the op opioid crisis as that develops. Uh, for more, I'm Ian Shapiro. You're listening to Politics Explained. It seems like today political opinions are everywhere, and those opinions are the loudest and the most extreme on places like Reddit. However, they are even louder and even more extreme when they follow political rhetoric by elites in Washington, D.C. Political scientists examined every political comment on Reddit from January 2015 to January 2017. That's more than 39 million comments in all. In order to understand if crass and incivil discussion among political elites like, like presidential candidates led to individuals acting out and lashing out politically more and more egregiously and more aggressively on places like Reddit. And guess what? When political elites are incivil, so is Reddit, to a greater extremity than Reddit would have been anyway. When political rhetoric outside of Reddit is more angry, contentious, polarized, and partisan, then we see a greater proliferation of angry and incivil comments on Reddit, and we also see the popularity of these comments increasing. Now, why is this important that we can see and understand and view these patterns? Well, political science research shows that 
contentious political discussions tend to alienate political moderates from the political process. Contentious discussions on places like Reddit also make it so that people view opposing viewpoints as illegitimate, since they're not communicated in a very fair and effective, even-handed way. But most importantly, what this type of research shows us is that incivility among elites is translated down. We see it as okay, it becomes a more popular way of communicating political views. And that will not be an effective system in the long term for you, me, or our democracy. Hey there everybody, this is Ian Shapiro, your host of Politics Explained. If you haven't done it yet, check out the new feature on the Anchor app. That's the app where this podcast is recorded. So if you're listening on Google Play or iTunes, go to the App Store, uh, whatever you're on, and download Anchor because now you can transcribe audio into video form. One of the things that I hear a lot is, Ian, I, I think it's really cool that you're doing a podcast uh, and that you're making audio every single day. I, I hear it's fantastic, but how do how can you how can you share that with people? How can you get people to know about this audio content that you're creating? Well, now Anchor is making it crazy, like really crazy easy. I just made a transcribed video. It just took a few minutes, uh, and I made this beautiful video uh, about that last segment that we just put up about about partisan incivility and Reddit comments and, and things of that nature. Put that up on Twitter. I can share it to all my other social medias. Uh, you can you, you can really do anything, right? The possibilities are endless. There's some crazy cool transcribing technology that Anchor's leveraging. Uh, you can go in and make small edits uh, if your diction wasn't great and it didn't pick everything up exactly how you like. The whole system was super intuitive. I'm able to transcribe audio, turn it into a video, and share it effortlessly to my friends, family, my my market on social media. It's really fantastic, and I'm I'm just excited about it, right? I'm not talking like a robot. I'm actually like really excited about this feature because uh, it's going to allow me to take some of my most shareable, you know, viral-esque content and put it out to everyone who may not be on Anchor and who may not be a common listener on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, so, you know, if you like fun, shareable content, it's great. If you are also a podcaster and you're trying to get to the field, it's great to be able to uh, share small snippets of your work. Uh, yeah, sorry, I won't go on and gush about it anymore. You can check it out on Anchor. New transcription feature is amazing. I'm Ian Shapiro. You are listening to Politics Explained. And now let's get back to the politics. I guess I could transcribe this video, but I'm not going to. Um, or would that be cool? Ah, President Trump was all set today to talk about the nation's opioid crisis. In fact, he held a press briefing on that topic. It should probably come as no surprise, though, that instead of talking about the opioid crisis at the opioid crisis briefing, President Trump threatened to meet North Korean threats with, quote, fire and fury. So it appears that with this fire and fury statement, we now know that President Trump watches more than just Fox and Friends. He probably also is caught up on the hit HBO series, uh, wow, I cannot believe I just blanked on Game of Thrones. I was going to say A Song of Fire and Ice, uh, but uh, you know, that's the book series, not the HBO spectacular series that has dragons in it. Uh, so that's probably where the fire and fury came from. 
Anyway, this is Trump's way of responding to North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's response to recent UN Security Council sanctions on trade against North Korea. And again, these sanctions were put in place by the United Nations Security Council after North Korea tested two intercontinental ballistic missiles during the month of July this summer. Okay, so th this is an interesting story because it's been building up uh, kind of piece by piece over time. Uh, politics has now taken place. Uh, you can see people on Twitter saying Trump is cleaning up uh, the Democrats' problem of North Korea that they left us with. Uh, other individuals on the left are saying Trump is threatening nuclear war in World War III, and they're making memes about, like, went out for lunch or went out to go get a car of milk and I come back to see World War III trending, you know, all those fun memes. Uh, yeah, but really, uh, we don't know too much yet about uh, different countries' responses to all this uh, and how members of the UN Security Council will react to uh, Donald Trump's strange and oddly aggressive rhetoric towards North Korea. For more on this impending doom, I'm sorry, impending and unending story, you're listening to Politics Explained. I'm Ian Shapiro. Hey everybody, this is Ian Shapiro, your host for Politics Explained, and I thought that we could take just a moment to actually hear the full quote, right? I think that quotes deserve context. This is Trump referring to the fire and fury that will rain down on North Korea if they do not cease and desist their threats against the United States. Let's take a listen. North Korea best not make any more threats to the United States. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. He has been very threatening uh, beyond a normal statement. And as I said, they will be met with fire, fury, and frankly, power, the likes of which this world has never seen before. Thank you. As you can hear just from that statement, anyone who said that Trump is on a vacation in Bedminster, New Jersey, can probably eat their hat at this point. You're listening to Politics Explained, and I'm Ian Shapiro.